listening to the Girl Next Door podcast. I'm Erica. And I'm Kelsey. We're two next door neighbors who love a good chat and a good cocktail. We're inviting you to come on in, have a drink, and stay a while. Hey, neighbor. Hey, neighbor. So we are tackling the cute but incredibly frustrating topic Mm -hmm. of parenting toddlers today. We are both in the thick of it, you even more so than me with two of them in that range. Mm -hmm. Um, And so this this episode might be more of a cry for help than any good (laughs) advice. So we'll start with a cocktail. Uh, I have a little story. This cocktail is born out of the fact that I promised my preschooler that I would bring her preschool teacher a Starbucks treat on the first day back after spring break. And she was almost in tears that we had forgotten. So Starbucks is right there by school. So I stopped and got her drink of choice Mm -hmm. and was realizing that I had no mixers for my (laughs) cocktail. So I definitely just like looked at all the juices and things (laughs) in the Starbucks aisle and picked up a very fancy looking uh arancetta rosa oh all right san pellegrino mm-hmm, san nice. pellegrino is that san right Pellegr- it sounds right mm-hmm. i think out of all sparkling those words water. you just said you and i'm like i literally right. asked the girl i was like what is that like a sparkling <laughs> grapefruit like it does not say what it is in english so i was like well it looks citrusy okay go i thought maybe so, you could ask your barista for like if you were going to mix one of these with a cocktail yeah. in about an hour what would you choose <laughs> I will have the coffee and that. (laughs) So this is, so I'm calling this, it sounds really fancy, but it was anything but this morning. Oh, perfect. Uh, It is a limoncello arancetta rosa sparkler. Whoa. Wait for it. (laughs) Which means random thing that I got at Starbucks with the limoncello in my fridge that is about a year old. Uh But I Googled it this morning to see how long it lasts. And they said, we're all good. We're going to be fine. And vodka. (laughs) Perfect. But we do have fancy new cocktail glasses. We have upgraded our cocktail glasses. I'm sure they'll be making an appearance on Instagram. I have been coveting these adorable, and I think they are Italian-made, um, oh, little go. kind of We're short very glasses. Fancy and Italian this morning. Yeah, I saw them on a blog that I love. Oh, man. And now I cannot remember the name of the blog, but I'll link to it because she has great recipes and cocktails. So cute little glass. And I upgraded our ice. We have the big fat square. Fancy ice. So fancy. We're real excited about this. Yeah, this we morning. are. So let's see if it actually tastes good. All right. Cheers. <laughs> cheers. Mm. Mm, tastes good. Mm-hmm. It's even a little sweeter than like I would like a little more tartness. Mm-hmm. I'm not even going to attempt to say the name of that cocktail again. Limoncello arancetta rosa. <laughs> like that? Is that a Spanish accent? Maybe. What's happening there? They're close. It's, you know, Latin. Yeah. Latin based. <laughs> okay. So let's start on a positive note. Toddlers. Yes. For the, you know, probably for their life can mm-hmm. be super cute. It's mm-hmm. probably so that they stay alive. Yes. Um, so what cute things are your kids saying or doing lately? Uh, I love that we're starting with this because it is such a great reminder because my boys are doing so many, so many cute things. Um, first of all, one funny thing is that probably at least four people, four different people, like when we've been out and about say, are they twins? I get that all the time too. Yeah. I don't feel like they look. Yeah, I don't know. I yeah, I like I don't know. I think it's been for mine when they're in the stroller or they're not because mm-hmm. when they're standing mm-hmm. next to each other, there's a pretty significant yeah. height difference. If they're like in the shopping cart, or exactly. Something, yeah. So maybe they're kind of right there. And yeah, I I don't see it, but but that's kind of fun that other mm-hmm. people say that. Um. So anyway, okay. So Dash, he has 
such a sweet, helpful, nurturing yeah, he nature. Does. He does. He is such a little sweetheart. And so, I mean, he'll just do things like getting things, like bringing Cedric a toy without asking, mm-hmm. like without us even mm-hmm. asking for it. Or if he's asking for a snack, he'll say, oh, can you get one for, he calls him Dredrick still. Mm. Can you, can I have one for Dredrick too? And the other day, um, oh, this is some neighborhood news. There's actually a painter like walking <laughs> around, like peering in our windows <laughs> right now. Hey, painter. Our other neighbor, your your running buddy yes. is getting some extra painting uh-huh. uh, estimates for us. And we're uh-huh. like, well, we'll be busy podcasting during <laughs> exactly. that time. Send them down. <laughs> yeah. So, hey, painter. My dogs will be barking incessantly <laughs> like... Um, <laughs> so th- this funny thing happened the other morning. I was, I think, reading on the couch with Dash and Cedric was trying to climb up on the other couch, which he can't quite do on his own yet. Mm-hmm. So he was like kind of struggling, and, mm-hmm. but I was just like letting him, yeah. you know, kind of work on it and whatever. And honestly feeling kind of lazy. It yeah, was just like, like I don't feel this. like getting up. <laughs> so Dashel said, I'll help him. And he got Aww. up off the couch and went and like, you know, heaved Cedric mm-hmm. up on the couch. And so here I was the mother, like yeah. not willing to get my like, butt ooh, off the couch. that is a benefit of having an older sibling. <laughs> exactly. So that was that was really cute. Um, the other cute thing that Dash does, also related to Cedric, he loves to be there in the morning when Cedric wakes up, and he wants to climb into Cedric's crib and lay next to him and like pat his back or mm. like put a blanket on him. That's the cutest. It is so freaking adorable. <laughs> um. Okay. So Cedric, um, a really cute thing that he's doing right now. He loves to growl um for dinosaurs and bears and stuff and it's like a real throaty deep growling (laughs) and he has a shirt that he wears with a dinosaur and so he'll be constantly looking down and growling every time he sees (laughs) it like you're wearing that shirt i I put it on him today i think he's already worn it this week but he's just like constantly looking down and growling it's really really cute um this other thing um dash and cedric love to get on either our bed or dash's really low bed and and jump around and dash sings no more monkeys on the bed uh-huh. well cedric can't sing that so he just jumps tries to jump around and he just goes no 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 <laughs> <laughs> and it's really cute um, and then the last thing is just that cedric he i mean he is really talking a lot and able to say a lot of like pre words and things but i am so amazed how he can honestly say so little but communicate so right, much right i mean and he is just so specific and adamant i yeah. mean by saying you know he just tells us no or like pushes things away like no he does not want that book he wants that other right. book or he right. doesn't want that water cup he wants clear. that other one and so yeah it's just so interesting and fun seeing like his preferences and personality coming out mm-hmm. that way so mm-hmm. so right, cute so tell me about your girls um okay so i I focused mostly on Jay for this one because mm-hmm. V is four. So she's getting into more of the preschool, school age type stuff. Uh-huh. So this is mostly about Jay. Gotcha. But she, <laughs> the funny part is the comparison too, though, because V is getting into a very girly phase okay. and wanting ballerinas and princesses and mm-hmm. things like that. I just mm-hmm. posted on Facebook that the little conversation yesterday, they were playing dress up and V was asking jay she's like do you want to do do you want to be a princess and do a princess ballerina show (laughs) jay is running around in a superhero cape and she's going but i superhero jake (laughs) (laughs) i love that not doing the princess ballerina thing i love it and then like their dance moves are so funny because again v is all about the ballerina spins and the 
graceful, delicate things. <laughs> yeah. And Jay will just lean on the nearest chair or ottoman <laughs> and put one leg up in the air and drop it like it's hot. Like she just like lowers on oh down like, gosh. and then she looks at you with this dead serious face. Like you like that? You like those moves? <laughs> oh my and gosh. it just fits her personality so well because that she is, is amazing. She is not a girly girl and mm-hmm. she is like very hard to impress. Mm-hmm. Very serious. <laughs> so she just will like stare you down like, yeah, you like those moves. That is amazing. So that's been fun lately. Oh my gosh. Um, lots of facial, lots more facial expressions and mm-hmm. like hand gestures. So if like she's trying to tell you about something that happened in a show she watched or can't find something, she's very like, I don't know, like eyebrows right. up and like hands out. Right. Like, Real I, exaggerated. Yeah. And just like, and then he was sad <laughs> and just like telling you this whole, it's just super cute, Aww. especially because she's not a super emotional expressive Mm -hmm. kind of toddler Mm -hmm. it's just Mm -hmm. cute to see some of that come out yeah um one thing she's doing at the end of a tantrum lately is uh kind of stopping it herself with yelling out i need a hug so it's like her way we figured out it's kind of her way of telling us that she's all done and Mm -hmm. needs help like calming back down so if usually if we give her a hug and ask her if she's all done then she's good so that's kind of cute it's like a little little self self regulation and and mm -hmm. she wants us to help her and so that's cute Mm -hmm. she'll be in bed throwing a fit about going to bed and then all of a sudden she goes i need a hug i need a hug (laughs) so if you go up there and hug her and tuck her back in she goes to sleep oh so it's like all right I could deal with that. Yeah, that's really good. Um, she says, like, all of her T's are D's. Mm-hmm. And everything that's, like, a noise, I'm trying to think. Everything at the back of her throat, mm-hmm. like a G, mm-hmm. is a D. Okay. And a C is a T uh-huh. in the front of her. So, uh-huh. like, she's fronting everything, I think right. they call it. But it's super cute. And like, I put down um, cauliflower and broccoli with some dip for her uh-huh. the other day. And she goes... Dream Bratley and white Bratley? What the heck? <laughs> you just blew her mind. <laughs> so fun with her hands. What the heck? <laughs> so, yeah. Just oh, like funny little things. Those little really. phrases that they yeah. use. Dash says, um, he's like, the way he says, I couldn't believe that is like, it's just like be apostrophe leave. I couldn't believe that. Uh, yeah. and, and he says that all the time, like inappropriately, but it's, it's so, just say so things cute. like probably or actually yes. like in weird places. Exactly. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. So part of what I think makes this age challenging is there's just lots of big transitions happening, like yeah. so much growth in yes. a year and a half or yes. so. Um, so let's talk like potty training, big kid bed, sleep logistics. Okay. Like what are your challenges? What's working for you? What have you noticed? Okay. So we are emerging on the glorious other side of toilet training. Yeah. Um, Dash is in underwear full time now. Nice. I hope that he doesn't feel embarrassed when he listens to this podcast <laughs> in like 30 years. I'll Note the date. Dash, while <laughs> you're wearing full de- out I'll underwear. I'll delete it from the airwaves, <laughs> sweetie. Sorry about this. Um, but so I don't know if we talked about it before on the podcast, but it was kind of like we were this like one foot in, one foot out for mm-hmm. this super long time where he kind of showed some interest in readiness. And so then we were like kind of doing some pull-ups and mm-hmm. trying it, but then just totally lost interest, lost all self-motivation. Mm-hmm. And I mean... Like so many things with toddlers, I mean, you cannot no. force them. When they decide, they decide. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, especially with toilet training. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you don't you don't want it to get into a thing where you're trying to, like, control their bodies already. Mm-hmm. Then you have to 
right all throughout your day so anyway so that was definitely tough um but I think I was reminded by you because you were a little bit ahead of us and and then our pediatrician had some really good advice too um she she said something along the lines of that toilet training is a misnomer and it's not your job to train them. You, she said, think of yourself more as the toilet facilitator. Like Mm -hmm. you can show Mm -hmm. them how it is, but you're not training them. Um, And she said, by the time kids are four, all kids, whether they've been exposed to it or not, will figure it out and not like that feeling and they will toilet train. And so that was just kind of reassuring. Like a sigh of relief. Yeah. When she was just like, she was just reminding me it has to be on their own time. Mm-hmm. There's nothing mm-hmm. you're doing wrong or that you can do to make it go any faster. Right. And so I just had to keep reminding myself, like, you know, one day he's just going to decide. And it was, it did. Like, yeah. that's how it went. And yep. then, like, we didn't look back from there. I no, mean, there I were know. some accidents, but it was just, like, we were going along on one way and then huge leap mm-hmm. and just haven't looked back. Mm-hmm. And I feel like everybody tells you that, mm-hmm. but it's real hard to remember it's in so the thick hard. of it. Because you feel like... Because you feel like they have shown you that they're ready. Right, exactly. But then it's always like two steps forward, one Uh step back, or one step forward, five steps back. And so, and you're dealing with pee and poop, which is just stressful. Like, it's so stressful. You feel like your life is on hold Mm -hmm. until we get out of this, like, in between phase. Like, I either need to put you all the way back in diapers Uh or you need to be trusted in underwear. Like, I don't know what to do in the meantime. Yeah, it just, it just complicates things so much for that time when they're learning because, Mm -hmm. like, at home is one thing. You kind of got it. But then if you want to go anywhere, it's like, well, you can either kind of like risk it in underwear. Um, or you can try to make them go through a transition, like undressing, putting on a pull-up or a diaper. Right. I mean, it's just so much work right. either way. Mm-hmm. But it's just And like, I feel like uh, either way, they'll put up a fight, like yes. about putting the diaper back mm-hmm. on or about going to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Like, exactly. Jay still does this. She she finds a way to, like, kind of throw a fit about the fact that we need to try before we right. leave the house. Or yeah. And she still does it, but mm-hmm. she's like, I mean, I don't like you telling me I need to try. And it's just yeah. like, well, I tell V she has to try. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. it's, it's just not an option. And I go to the bathroom before exactly. we leave. <laughs> I'm going to try to. Yeah. Um, that's still something that we deal with. And I think now uh, I'm starting to feel like he's reliable enough that he will tell us. Mm-hmm. But that thing where, yep, we're going to be going out or we're going to go. I find especially frustrating going to the parks in our neighborhood mm-hmm. because they don't have bathrooms, mm-hmm. you know. And so and it's not just like a, a five second trip mm-hmm. home. It would be a few minutes. And so asking him if if he can go before we go, I don't have to go. Well, yeah. then, I mean, I can't make him. But then you're just like, oh, what I've am been I in doing for? with Jay with that. I've been saying, OK, we'll try in two minutes, just like gotcha. we do with toys or leaving and then it's like, or okay, something like okay, that. OK, we're not ready to go to the park yeah, yet. Or I just say first first potty, then park, just like super, gotcha. super simple. Right. Or like, let's go potty so then we can go to the park. Right. And that seems to work a little better than like asking her uh-huh. because she's just gotcha. always going to say no. Right. I know. Even when she has to go. Yes. So I've tried, that seems to be working you a little better, but she will definitely put her heels in for that yeah. too. And then she sits on the potty and pouts <laughs> as she's peeing. And I'm like, well, clearly you had to go. I mean, she doesn't like the fact yeah, that she had that to go. I suggested that maybe she might have to go. Oh my gosh. Um, how about like big kid beds? Oh, yeah. I know you had it a little different because mm-hmm. you were like, hey, buddy, you're getting mm-hmm. evacuated or mm-hmm. vacated <laughs> from your crib. You are being evacuated yeah. and evicted. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So we moved Dash to a bed. It's a twin size bed that's super low. Um, so it doesn't have any rails or anything on it. So to a to a big kid bed and to a separate room because we were keeping the nursery just mm-hmm. intact for um, baby Cedric, who was going to be born soon. 
that was when I want to say maybe around 19 months is what I'm remembering. And he was sleeping well in his crib and sleeping through the night and everything. And which is so hard then to have to like make the switch, right? You're like, I don't want to mess with anything. He wasn't, you know, even trying to crawl out of his crib or, or anything like that. But so anyway, um, but we wanted some time before Cedric was born to have him get used to that. And so I did have a lot of anxiety about it Mm -hmm. because I just, I knew we'd always had such a tough time with sleep with Dash in the first place. And so I just knew that, you know, you're like girding your loins for the the battle. And so anyway, so it, it was tough. And, um, you know, for a couple of weeks, I think for two weeks, he was waking up in the night and we were going to him because I wanted to make sure that he felt safe and secure Mm -hmm. and like knew Mm -hmm. what was going on and stuff. And then after I knew that he felt safe and secure, which is when like basically we would come to him and he'd immediately just run back to bed. Yeah. And he was just trying it's that just kind of a game. independence mm-hmm. out. Then we had a baby gate on the door so he could, cause my thought was I didn't like the idea of him not being able to open the door, like right. a locked door. Right. So he was able to open the door, but then he was opening the door, but then we weren't going to him, but then he was crying or getting upset mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we just kind of had to wait it out. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it was one of those things, like, I feel like so often with sleep where it was like, I don't know if we're doing the right thing. Right. You know? You don't. Yeah. You haven't, they can't tell you. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing with Dash is, uh, just, and we found this when he was a baby too, when you go to him, that doesn't seem to make it better. Right. right. It just is like, then he's like, oh, we're up for the day. Yep. No, I don't want to go back to bed. Yeah. Then it's like, you're almost creating more, a second yeah, battle. Yeah, exactly. And so, so that was just really a struggle. And, um, oh, and then I try to put this out of my memory, but I put it on my outline. We went through, I guess a, a year ago, we were going through the several month phase of Dash waking up oh, at yeah. four uh-huh. and three thirty for the day. You're like not morning. Three not morning, friend. Oh, it was that was honestly just a dark time. We were we <laughs> yeah. like had we were I'm ha- sure he's so off the rest of the day then too. Yeah, like exactly. He can't we be were feeling good. exhausted. Chris was exhausted. Mm-hmm. We had a newborn. We had mm-hmm. a, like an infant oh, still. Um, Chris was just really stressed at work during that time. It was just honestly a really, really hard time for us. And but so I think that looking back on that, it was it was so hard in that time because mm-hmm. we didn't want. So if you go to Dash and say no, it's still bedtime, just doesn't work. I mean, and you yeah. try to put him back in bed, yeah. then he's gonna cry. Um, if you don't go to him, he's going to cry. Well, we didn't want to wake up the baby. Right. Where you could have maybe let him cry yes. longer. It was like, well, yeah, no. So, now so that was really exacerbating it. And yeah. so honestly, I, I don't know if we did the right mm-hmm. thing. I f- Like getting mm-hmm. up at 3.30 doesn't feel like the right thing. But it was like, we just didn't know what to do. Right. <laughs> you at least wanted one child to be sleeping yeah. like they should be. It yeah. was really, That's really hard. hard. Um, I think that finally it was just finally like okay we will not stand for this yeah you know like, like it was just at a certain point mm-hmm. and so we got the little toddler alarm clock that you've said mm-hmm. you've used for your girls because we will it, link to that because yes, i think it's magic i think it, that can really help so we ended up like just locking his door and having the alarm clock so that he could have a visual cue mm-hmm. like so, so when it's time to you get know it. i didn't yeah. want it to feel just you know random yeah. for him right i wanted him to understand um so anyway, I, that's what we did. And then, you know, probably just, probably just growing, you know, they're mm-hmm. constantly changing. So mm-hmm. who knows whether it was really that or just him changing. Right. And now we, we are, we're in a much better place. He sleeps, uh, I don't know, until 4.45 or 5. That's better than 3.30. So much better. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I think that 
for us, the toddler alarm clock worked really well. Mm-hmm. Um, and we actually started something that I feel like we did right kind of by accident, though. Uh-huh. Our girls share a room. So we did it more for V, thinking mm-hmm. that she would like Jay that. would, okay, mm-hmm. at least be exposed to it because she was still in the crib. But we started using it with them when they were still in the crib. Mm-hmm. And so even at nap time i see uh v naps in the guest room so they because during the day they'll play yeah but like so she naps in the guest room and jay was still in her crib but she had her own alarm clock in there so that she would get the cue even though i had to come get her in the Mm -hmm. crib that she would see now that there's a time to sleep and a time to be awake yeah and i think that really helped when she when we moved her to the big girl bed Mm -hmm. and we had to because she was climbing out yeah (laughs) um and throwing massive Mm -hmm. fits and like taking off all her clothes and just showing us in every way that i am not (laughs) to be contained in this crib um and bedtime she's always been absolutely perfect i think she's tried to come out at Mm. bedtime one time yeah um, which yeah, that bed, was my big worry. Bedtime has always been good for us. Nap yeah, time it's the nap struggle. time because I just think that they feel like they're missing something. Yes. They can't quite. Yeah. Um, they are tired still, but they're in this phase of some days needing naps and some mm-hmm. days not probably. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so, unless you just keep that space open for them to yeah. take a nap if they need it, yeah. then on day you know, and naps have definitely been a struggle for us. Mm-hmm. Can't force her to sleep. No. But I, what I've done is just now I set the green clock for an mm-hmm. hour mm-hmm. and she just needs to stay in her room. Mm-hmm. I say she can it's play with her time. animals. Yeah. And the thing that she'll do then is she'll stay in a room but cause all kinds of ruckus, <laughs> like jumping off of furniture and just oh, being, man. and we don't even have much in there right, for her right. to get into, but she will find a way. Oh yeah. So now then we went through a big phase with that and I noticed that she was doing it to get us to interact gotcha. she would do something that she knew she wasn't supposed to do like pound on mm-hmm, the door or the mm-hmm. wall or whatever to get us to interact and go in there to almost to give her an excuse to throw a fit gotcha. so that she thought she would get out of like well throwing a fit and being angry mm-hmm. is better than going to sleep right and so another technique that we used which only works if you can stay calm which i'm not the best at mm-hmm. <laughs> um so that is hard. my biggest toddler struggle but really does work when you can do it consistently for a couple days mm-hmm. of staying calm is the super nanny technique okay tell us from her show about the first time they get out of bed and come out of the room you just put them back to bed as if like you don't read a story or a song or right. anything you keep it short and sweet but you tuck them in lovingly mm-hmm. you say it's bedtime my love give mm-hmm. them a kiss whatever tuck them in now jay will jump right like she will be back out of the bed before i even get out of yeah. the room when she's in that mode yeah so then the next time you just you just say it's bedtime, pick mm-hmm. them up, put them back in there, like firm but calm, yep. walk back out. The next time you say nothing mm-hmm. and just put them back in bed and keep doing that as many less times. Make yourself as boring as possible yeah. so that they don't feel like they're missing anything, right? but that they also know you're in control Consistent. and calm. And she was going through a phase in a cycle where she was fighting it big time. And oh. I did that for the full hour of oh nap time. Oh, my gosh. But I'm like, you know... I, she needs to know that this mm-hmm. is okay every day. This is a really okay for you to do every day. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a day that I would get grouchy with her or whatever, then it would be setting us back a couple mm-hmm. more days. But if I could stay calm and do that for like yeah. two days, right. now we're back out of it again and she's been right. taking two-hour naps again. Oh, that's awesome. Because she needs it. Yes. And she just was fighting it. And I think that sometimes with sleep, we think, well, if they're crying, we must be doing something wrong. Yeah. Or if we're if they're coming out of their room, mm-hmm. we must be doing something mm-hmm. wrong. And I don't, I don't think that's necessarily the case. Mm-hmm. I think that's normal for their development. Yeah. And it's kind of like the potty training thing. It's our job to like facilitate their sleep, mm-hmm. to help them know that this is the time for it. Mm-hmm. You don't have to sleep, but this is going to be the consistent right. norm. And it's right. their job to push against those boundaries. Yeah. And they don't know. Yeah. They don't know how to regulate themselves and right. that they need sleep, right. you know? So exactly. that's kind of 
been working for us, yeah. but it is, and, and there is something viscerally hard when your kid won't sleep because that is either your time. Like yes. me as a stay at home mom, oh that gosh. is my time. Yes. And I know what the afternoon will be like if mm-hmm. she doesn't. And you just know that they need it. And you know that they need it. So it is like the most, it to is. me, that's been my most frustrating thing yes. when they won't sleep. Cause, and yep. because they've been good nighttime sleepers at mm-hmm. nap time when I know they're so tired and they just <sighs> need it though still, yeah. or it will affect bedtime then because yeah. they'll yeah. be overtired. Mm-hmm. It's like, just go to sleep. Yeah, it just, totally agree. And I think totally everybody agree. probably feels like that, but it is, I don't think people talk about how actually like, emotionally hard that mm-hmm. is i think people talk about it in kind of a joking way mm-hmm. but it is my biggest struggle probably as a mom to stay yeah. calm with them when they mm-hmm. won't go to sleep or yeah. eat or go to the bathroom like mm-hmm. they should like mm-hmm. the things that they have control over but yeah. dig their heels in about is so hard yeah for me. I, I sleep at our house has been and with with dashel in particular um and actually like sleep with cedric and the comparison of the two is something i want to make a point about in a second but yeah i agree has been just incredibly emotional and difficult for us because um, like Dashiell, when he was younger, I mean, Cedric's age, he would just fight his naps. He would have to cry yeah. and mm-hmm. struggle. It was, I don't it was know. like how he put himself to sleep. Yeah, That's exactly. How and so um, like Chris and I would sometimes have to take turns or it got to a point when Dash was probably getting over a year old where I almost physically couldn't put mm-hmm. him to bed mm-hmm. because they are so strong and wiggly. And your anxiety, like I would get, mm-hmm. I would feel like a, almost an anxiety attack coming yeah. in because I just was like gearing up for this, like, here we go. <laughs> like, you're here just, it comes. Like, you're never sure, like, okay, do I just need to tough this out and mm-hmm. just keep trying to calm him for 10 minutes mm-hmm. or am I going to be doing this in 20 minutes? Right. And it means that he's not ready. It right. was, it's just baffling. And, and there's this in between where they start to like, they want the comfort, but they push it away. Like you said, yeah. with dash with Jay, she would get to this point, even with Jeremiah where he, she was like pushing him in the throat, like pushing mm-hmm. him away. But then if he put her in her crib, yeah. she was screaming hysterically. Right. right. And they it was like, she was want. showing him mm-hmm. and us probably that, Hey, I'm at this in between phase of like yeah. you putting me to sleep and me being able to put myself uh-huh. to sleep and I'm just going to have to work it out. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. there what, you know, mm-hmm. it is a really, really hard thing. And the thing now that has been such great perspective, having Cedric, it, that has, it, it has just shown me it is not you. It is them. Yeah. Because it's a, a good phrase in general. <laughs> Let's put it on our wall. Yes. Put that on your back wall. It's not you. It's them. <laughs> um, and you know, Who's to say, maybe there are some things that we learned with Dash, like Mm -hmm. to be more easygoing or whatever, but honestly, we could not have been doing things so wrong with Dashiell to elicit those kind of, I knew so many other first time parents at the same time. And I was just like, I don't think I'm having the same experience that they are, Yeah, you know, (laughs) where it was just like, I, uh, this is something different, but it just felt like, I don't know. And so anyway, so, so Cedric, I mean, he was waking up in the night a lot, but he would go right back to sleep at night where dash would it would take like an hour to get him back to sleep for naps most of the time you just like kind of walk him back to his room and within five to ten minutes he's sleeping Mm -hmm. and he sleeps whereas Mm -hmm. dash would sleep for 30 to 45 minutes at a time like that would be it that was it you were done yeah so anyway so that's just nice perspective and i just like any parents out there that are Mm -hmm. struggling with sleep it it is not you and you're Mm -hmm. doing 
everything that you can, right? Mm -hmm. Like there's no, there's no just easy magic solution. And I think it's like so many other things too, like feeding and breastfeeding and Mm -hmm. where like we have this dogmatic Mm -hmm. approach to it before Mm -hmm. we even have kids. Like this is how it's going to be. And each kid is so different Mm -hmm. and each circumstance is so different. And the things that you thought we're not okay. Maybe they are okay for yeah. that kid. Or maybe that's not even just okay, but what they need, right. in fact. Right. So I think like just giving yourself permission, mm-hmm. letting yourself off the hook, mm-hmm. walking away and letting them cry if you're yeah. feeling so frustrated that you're going to have yeah. an anxiety attack. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. just just leave it alone and it's really okay. Um, yeah, totally. What else do you think besides sleep are some of the hardest parts for you of parenting oh at this Oh my age? goodness. Um, I think the unpredictability and unreliability, mm-hmm. which you will know does not go well with my personality. Yeah. I am you a like planner. To plan. uh-huh. I like to see things through. Uh-huh. So I, I just do find that so frustrating. That and having I, to go with the flow a little bit more mm-hmm. with toddlers. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it's not even so much, not even so much the flow because I think I can be like, okay, we're going to do this now. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to do this, but it's more the random meltdowns and tantrums yeah. out of nowhere that you didn't just have a meltdown about the very same thing yeah. yesterday or yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. When it was like, or it's just like, okay, you wanted to go to the park. We're getting ready to go to the park. I don't want to put on my shoes. Yeah. And I'm like, Whoa, I thought we were just doing what you right. wanted to do. Exactly. <laughs> like I did nothing wrong here. Exactly. And so that is just where it's just like, it could just be at any time. And the illogicalness <laughs> of it. Like, exactly. Really? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Cause you cannot explain. No. Like, you know, and they can't explain. Exactly. Like there's no reason for it. Sometimes. Exactly. Um, and so, so that, so that's um, definitely hard. Um, like, like I have been trying to get up every Tuesday at four, which is very difficult, but so that I can get like an hour and a half, like just to myself mm-hmm. to like do some writing mm-hmm. and blog work and whatever. Um, and it seems like for the past three Tuesdays, mm-hmm. Cedric usually sleeps until at least five thirty, usually six or later, waking up at four thirty. He's like, "Hi, mom." I know uh, you're just up. like all of a sudden, <laughs> starting to cry. I mean, I can't write when I hear him stirring, oh. and then I don't want to you know, I don't want to leave Chris. Like the whole thing is so that I can work for an hour and a half while he just like has Dashiell and it's like not that much of a burden on him. So it's just like, what the heck? Right. I can't get an hour to myself at four in the morning. It does. It feels so offensive sometimes. (laughs) Like really kid. And they don't know, but it Mm -hmm. feels like such a personal, like it does. (laughs) Just leave me in peace. So that's so frustrating. Um, I guess just like kind of with the unpredictability and unreliability, it just sometimes can feel that nothing is easy. Yeah. Like the other weekend, I think we had run out to run, um, run into Jeremiah and the girls and we were getting ready to go to the park. We had spent like 45 minutes getting ready to go to the park, (laughs) you know, just getting everyone dressed and getting water bottles and Mm -hmm. all this stuff. And then we like walk out to the garage and then it's, I don't want to go to the park. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We just got ready to go to the park. Yeah. So that is, that's so frustrating. Um, I, um, have been talking to Chris about this. I find it difficult to know when, when do you stick to your boundaries and when do you be flexible Mm -hmm. and just Mm -hmm. like make them laugh? Like we'll get into this with dash when, you know, suddenly he is standing his ground on something Mm -hmm. and it's like, um, Uh, you know, I don't know, like if he's hit or like thrown something. Mm -hmm. And so I, I don't know whether to, um, like, no, we don't hit. And so you need to go like sit in this other room or, Mm -hmm. or then he's like, just continuing to Mm -hmm. throw. Mm -hmm. Like, so then do I just kind of let it go and 
at some point it's like hard to ignore that because he could be throwing like at the wall at Cedric or whatever. Or then do you like kind of give in and you just try to be silly, like make it fun. And I've seen Chris can be really good at that. Mm -hmm. Like Dash works himself into a bad mood. It feels like sometimes they just work themselves into such a bad mood Mm -hmm. that the, the being firm, it just doesn't Mm -hmm. feel like he's responding Mm -hmm. or it just feels like it's making it worse. Right. But then it's frustrating because we have these, these rules for a reason we have boundaries and it's important for them to have boundaries. So anyway, I, I struggle Mm -hmm. with that. Mm -hmm. Um, and I I just, sometimes it's like, am I doing the right thing? Am I doing the wrong thing? So and their constant mood fluctuations. It's that whole, it's not, it's not you, it's them Uh thing too. It's like deciding what you're just going to be okay with. Exactly. No matter what, come Mm -hmm. what may, like Mm -hmm. you don't hit, here's what happens every time you hit. And some days you're going to go along with that consequence and some days you're going to freak out. Yeah. You know, and that is really hard or just not wanting, like not having the energy or wanting to deal with what you know is going to cause an issue, even though that is your rule. Right. But then remembering that they're testing that boundary. So Uh you need to be consistent in enforcing Uh it. Uh Um, that is really hard. Like Jay, you know, we have certain things like hitting or anything, you know, physically aggressive mm-hmm. or just like, um, like flat out defiance, like telling yeah. us no or right. being, you know, something like that is just not acceptable, mm-hmm. like disrespect to us. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we sit in timeout. Well, mm-hmm. now she doesn't want to sit in timeout. Mm-hmm. She would just go to timeout. We'd talk for a second. She'd be good. Now she doesn't want to. And so we started doing time ins. Well, sometimes that works for her. like sometimes that works in term I think it's like wait what's the time in where she you sit with them so oh, maybe you okay. sit, you say I'll help you mm-hmm. I see you're having a hard time sitting but you need a minute so mm-hmm. I'll help you and then you put them on your lap well sometimes she just melts into you and kind of needs that minute uh-huh. right well and then other times it's like I'm really holding her in my lap and she's fighting and kicking yeah. and screaming I think but that's how Dash would we're be just every gonna time. do that but here's the thing is like that doesn't, to me, I have, I have to remember that doesn't mean it's working mm-hmm. when she stays calm and it's not mm-hmm. working when she doesn't. Sometimes mm-hmm. maybe that's really important for her uh-huh. to know that this, this was really not okay. You hit your sister. Mm-hmm. I'm going to help you calm down. Yeah. And that may mean you fight against me for five minutes. Mm-hmm. And then usually it ends too with her. Like she's tired. She's mm-hmm. worn herself out and she goes, I need a hug. Or she'll say, I'm ready to listen. Oh. And it's like, she needs to know sometimes. And we learned this in our, um, parenting classes Mm -hmm. for the adoption because so many kids have in in our kids situations Mm -hmm. have a hard time regulating emotions which Mm -hmm. I think is good for all toddlers Mm -hmm. (laughs) because they all do um that they need to know that I'm with you and okay Mm -hmm. with your emotions Mm -hmm. it doesn't mean I'm going to change what I'm doing I'm not changing my mind Mm -hmm. you can have your emotion but this is still what's going to happen and it actually makes them feel safe and secure Mm -hmm. And like you're in control yeah. and they don't need to worry about it. Yeah. So yeah. that's something I try to remember because I think it's very easy to be like, they're freaking out. It's not working. I'm doing right. something wrong. Instead right. of just like, no, they're supposed to freak out mm-hmm. and it's okay. Mm-hmm. And I just need to make sure that I'm not freaking out. Because mm-hmm. my yeah. my tendency then is to get angry and frustrated right. and f- just join them in their meltdown. Yeah. <laughs> and so I think if I can remember just to keep my own emotions in check, it works mm-hmm. a lot better. Have so. you ever had the situation, like what I can envision um, in that kind of situation is Dash struggling against me. And then when I finally let him go, him turning around and like hitting me. Well, I don't let go until she calms down. It's not an option. Oh, man. 
So I, I have held her for 10 minutes before oh, wow. with her fight. But it's like at that point she's showing me too. She can't mm-hmm. calm down on her own. I and see. she would, if I let her go, right. she would hit kick, whatever, uh-huh. but that's never an option. Like uh-huh. you're not allowed to hit me. I see. And so I just tell her and I am sometimes just holding her and saying, shh, yeah. or just like, I'll help you. I know you're upset. Like yeah. acknowledging her feelings mm-hmm. or just saying nothing. If I'm too frustrated mm-hmm. to like engage mm-hmm. calmly yeah just hold it. and we don't do it that i would say that happens maybe one or two times a week mm-hmm. where she's just a little beside herself mm-hmm. she's skip nap she's whatever right testing all of the things being yeah awful to her sister mm-hmm. and it, it helps too because for me with having v being older too she needs to know that the rules are the same for right. her as for Right. Jay, it's really not fair to yeah. like right, send right. her to timeout where she'll go sit and talk mm-hmm. to her about it and then not enforce the same yeah. thing with Jay. So um, it's not easy. Yeah. But I think that um, one thing that ends up working, it seems like the best for us right now um, is ignoring and, and mm-hmm. removing myself from the mm-hmm. room. Because actually one thing like about that situation, if I was home by myself, Cedric would be right over next to us. Right. And Dash right. would be like, oh, I trying have an to kick him or then he would be trying mm-hmm. to laugh and play. Like I couldn't keep Cedric away. Mm-hmm. And so maybe that will be a good tactic to remember when Cedric yeah. is Dash's yes. age. Yeah. But but it seems like what has been working the best is like I'll remove se- like we'll just I'll, you know, remind him of the rules. We don't hit, we don't throw, or that makes me feel really sad and just leave. And you and Cedric leave. We yeah. leave mm-hmm. and and actually just about always um if you just leave him alone then he'll yep. come out and come mm-hmm. say i'm sorry and it's still drawing a boundary because you're saying yeah. i'm not putting up with that right and when so many times it is for attention or mm-hmm. to also they want you to engage and join them in right. their bad mood right um i think that can be really yeah. helpful too yeah just the the ignoring mm-hmm. and so the so that kind of gets into just another thing that's just so hard is just having two so young like at these particular ages mm-hmm. um you know, Cedric can do a lot of things, but he can't, you know, he can't he doesn't un- understand, understand yeah. a ton. Um, it seems like when one of them is sleeping, the other one is always making so much noise. Mm-hmm. And even Dash at this age, like this morning, Cedric was trying to sleep in and Dash is just, I mean, trying to have fun, but just like screaming. Yeah. I mean, he's so, yeah. he's he's just, he's loud. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, he's a toddler. But then if you try to, oh, hey, you remember Cedric is sleeping that that upsets him yeah. and then he's and then he starts yelling no mm-hmm. and it's like oh my gosh because he's like oh screw that yes. I don't care if my brother and so sleeping. that is just like I just sometimes feel mm-hmm. on pins and needles mm-hmm. where it's like please do not wake your brother yeah you know and then it just a lot of times feels like there's not that many activities that I can be doing with both of them for like totally. very long at all because even know? though they're so close in age that gap that's how it's we feel too gap. that is a big gap until like I feel like until they're both preschool Mm -hmm. age yeah where you can kind of engage them at their own I mean right that is a really hard thing it's it's tough it's definitely gotten better I mean now we can all we can go to I can take them both to the park together and Dash can pretty much be like Mm -hmm. doing his own thing he doesn't fall down and I can pretty much be with Cedric so I have to remember like it's definitely gotten Mm -hmm. better but definitely just yeah you know I'll be like oh I wish I'd love to like do a puzzle with Dash or like color and Mm -hmm. stuff and I mean that's just pretty Mm-hmm. It can be just pretty hard to do. Yeah. So what about you? Um, I think for me, part of what has been so surprising for me, and I think I've mentioned this before, is like my usual, I thought I was good mm-hmm. at behavior management, mm-hmm. which I am which with school age children. <laughs> and I think I'm figuring it out with toddlers and preschoolers, but what works 
my usual bag of tricks mm-hmm. does not work with a oh toddler. Boy. In fact, you have to kind of like reverse engineer it okay. and think about it so the other way. Psychology. Um, so that has been really hard for me because it's been like unlearning <laughs> what yeah. I thought would work yeah, with her just really doesn't. Um, at the same time, I think overall the same general concepts of like mm-hmm. calm, mm-hmm. especially with toddlerhood matters because they're so volatile. Mm-hmm. Like their emotions are oh all gosh, over the yes. place and they don't have the cognitive ability to even reason it out at yes. all where like a teenager might be right. able to, you know? Um, so staying calm, being consistent, mm-hmm. even if that means you make it harder on yourself mm-hmm. some days cause you have to just stick with what you right, said. Right. Um, and just being like, just being in control in a calm way, mm-hmm. which is just, mm-hmm. I don't know. Sometimes to me being in control feels like being a little angry at them, mm-hmm. but I'm really not in control then. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like those power struggles for me are really hard and yeah. that knowing, like you said, knowing when to um, just walk away mm-hmm. and knowing when to have that time in and like, no, this is something I'm mm-hmm. serious about and I see you're having a hard time and mm-hmm. you defied me and we're going to right. work this out. Mm-hmm. Um it's just hard. Yeah. And their really emotions, is. I am a very emotional, emotive person. And so like I respond very strongly to other people's emotions, mm-hmm. period. Whether it's happiness, mm-hmm. sadness, right. I, I can feel what they're feeling. Yeah. So that is actually kind of a weakness as a toddler <laughs> parent because you don't. They're having you big have emotions. To, yeah. And you can't feel all of them. Mm-hmm. You just can't make them all yours. And I think I've spent this whole first year mm-hmm. doing that mm-hmm. and on some level or another. And I'm trying to learn to detach a little bit. And yeah. Is there anything that you do that you feel like helps you or has that just been like a realization? Um, I think the walking away has helped yeah. where I was always the go to the problem mm-hmm. and fix it. Mm-hmm. I'm learning that sometimes you fix it by walking away. Yeah. And that that winning quote unquote Mm -hmm. is just, I told you this and you can just be there and be unhappy about it and it's okay. Mm -hmm. And I can move on Mm -hmm. and that you don't have to get them to understand why you told them a certain thing or get them to agree. They're not going to. Right. And it's okay. Um, so that has helped. Um, just like, I guess I didn't word it that way, but that whole, it's not, it's not me. It's them. Mm-hmm. Just remembering mm-hmm. that this is normal for their age and yeah. it doesn't mean I'm doing anything wrong. Cause I feel like, especially the way we entered parenthood, we would sit and just debrief and analyze mm. everything that right. went wrong in the day and every, right. and eventually got to a point, you know what? Like there's nothing that we're doing wrong. We mm-hmm. don't have to change something just because they had an upset day. Right. It just means that they're, their ages that they are yeah. and it's fine. Right. So that has kind of helped. Yeah. Calling a friend oh, yes. really helps because oh I feel gosh. like you talk about it and you get it out and they can relate mm-hmm. and you see the humor in it when you're talking to somebody else about it. Totally. Um, I think, yeah, talking to, um, yeah, talking to other moms and I know we were going to talk mm-hmm. about like helpful mm-hmm. things and that was definitely just, yeah, talking with other moms yeah. is so helpful because you just like with the, you know, with the sleep and with all that, you just get like so in your head and you're just like, what mm-hmm. am I doing wrong? Mm-hmm. This is so, so hard. And you feel like it's just you. Like, mm-hmm. I just remember, you know, struggling to put Dash down where he would just, you know, clearly be tired, but just be crying and fighting it. And I'm just thinking, no one else does naps this way. But then if right. I would like share on a Facebook mom group or like talk to a friend, so many other people mm-hmm. would have struggles or different struggles or struggles mm-hmm. that I didn't have. And I'd be able to be like, Oh, well, you know, I guess at least I don't deal with that mm-hmm. or whatever. So yes, call, call a friend. And I found something that's not helpful mm-hmm. is bitching to my husband about it all day long via Ooh. text message. Yep. 
Yeah. Not helpful because number one, they're too in it and invested too. So my stresses, the girl's stresses become his stresses and they build up all day and then he gets home and we're all a big stress ball. It doesn't help. Yes. He can't do anything about it from work either. So then he feels helpless and more Mm -hmm. stressed as a result and kind of frustrated with me. Like, can you just handle it? I don't know. You know, because he feels like his hands are tied. Yep. So I have found that there's a there's a place for venting with your spouse, mm-hmm. but it's minimally mm-hmm. <laughs> and not all day long when they can't do something yeah. about it. Because I just feel like I would text him every little thing yeah. as like a venting yeah. mechanism. And it worked me up because mm-hmm. I was like, look at this bad thing that they right, did. Right. And it just it wasn't helpful. Yep. So yeah, I, that's I'll, one piece of advice. I totally agree. And I have been guilty of that. Um and I, I am trying to be more aware of it now, like, especially when Chris has traveled for mm-hmm. work. And, and so mm-hmm. I'm really on my own and I, I get you literally pretty, can do nothing. About I get it. pretty stressed out about it, like going into it, um, you know, and then I've like been sitting or like composing a text and I'm like, I'm not going to send yeah. this, you know, and and I've I think I've felt that way, too, when I've been at work and Chris has been home with um, one or both of the boys. And I think another thing that can happen, even if Chris wasn't texting me during the day, but then it's like I've been at work mm-hmm. and I have like missed my family mm-hmm. and I'm like excited to see mm-hmm. them. And then I'm greeted with, well, Dashiell wouldn't take a nap. Yeah. And and then it's like oh like that's a big downer right (laughs) you know which I'm so excited to go home (laughs) yeah Yeah. which it's you know I guess it's like you're kind of missing them and thinking and then it's like oh instead of you guys like having a nice day together you had a super stressful day Mm -hmm. and everyone was upset Mm -hmm. it just is kind of yeah I don't know I mean it's hard and that's hard to walk into I think for mm -hmm. them and know what to do I think some days he overcompensates then and he was like I don't like that you are naughty for mommy and right. and it doesn't necessarily help because maybe what they need at that point mm-hmm. is just a not frustrated parent because mm-hmm. I'm just frustrated right and they may not have it may not all be their fault yep. and they just need someone a fresh mm-hmm. change of scenery mm-hmm. or sometimes I just need a break and so I need him to be able to engage positively right. where I'm now setting him up to be upset already mm-hmm. um so yeah that I yeah. know it just doesn't seem to work good. Yeah. Uh, do you have any other like specific helpful phrases you might use with the boys or tips oh, yeah. or tricks that work for this age? I think a couple of things besides the walking away, which I yes. have just found to be pretty effective. Like for I have an exclamation point after that. <laughs> nice. I need to remind myself. <laughs> yes. Um, let's see. Uh, a colleague at work had some advice for me and her thing is if you're going to do something new, stick to it for three days. Mm -hmm. Don't expect a change until Mm -hmm. after three days and then like reevaluate because kids are super adaptable, but you know, you need to like any new Mm -hmm. change is Mm -hmm. big for them. And so just like, because I think we can go into something with the mindset. And I remember this with Dash will sleep would be like, oh, we're going to try this new noise it's gonna machine. going to be the magic ticket. Exactly. Yeah. And then no changes. Or or maybe it would be fine, like a little improvement. And mm-hmm. we're like, yes, we got this. And then it would be bad the next right. night. And so anyway, just go into it like, all right, three days. Mm-hmm. And like, we'll kind of see. But mm-hmm. don't like expect anything like until that. after three days. Um, and then start how you want to continue. Mm-hmm. which can, you know, if you're going to change something up, you know, it can be easy to not like cut corners, but like to kind of 
give in on something that mm-hmm. you're like, I don't really want to do this, but we'll just do this that one time. Right. But I mean, that just sets a precedent. Toddlers have an extremely yeah. strong memory. Yeah, <laughs> it can be um, it can be easy in the time, but it might make it just harder for yes, you in the long run. Time. So I just I do really believe in really trying I to agree. stick to those things. Like if, if it's some if it's rule that you want to have, just try not to not to give yeah. into it because mm-hmm. you're showing that you're really doing them a favor by showing them mm-hmm. exactly what you expect. Exactly. Otherwise, you're giving them inconsistent guidelines to follow and I just feel like um kind of you know giving in and the one they're just going to end up asking for Mm -hmm. you and testing you more and more Mm -hmm. and more where if it's a clear no we don't do that Mm -hmm. we don't end sooner the testing ends sooner yeah exactly um I would say walk away for sure everything the other thing I'm trying to remember is everything seems to be a phase yes and it's short Mm -hmm. it's way shorter than it feels in the moment and or (laughs) it cycles back and mm-hmm. that's okay too. Mm-hmm. Like you may think you're done with something yeah. and you may be for a couple of weeks and uh-huh. it may cycle back and that's fine. It's uh-huh. just them developing. It's just them figuring it out. Yeah. Like sleep is one fighting mm-hmm. naps, mm-hmm. potty training, all mm-hmm. of that. It just kind of, or food, like yeah. things that they love for two weeks, they all of a right. sudden hate. Well, they'll yep. like them again. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple of phrases that I've used that have been good is the, I'll help you to mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So, hitting or whatever I can see you're upset I'll help you to calm down mm-hmm. and that may be I just feel like it instead sets of it, you need to calm yeah down. and I think it helps them stay calmer but it also helps me remember that that's my job yeah my job is not to make them do anything mm-hmm. or to force anything or mm-hmm. you know it, it really is my job they really do just need my help mm-hmm. sometimes mm-hmm. um something else I've said after a really tough day which I think is helpful like putting them to bed ending on a good note is just tomorrow will be better Mm-hmm. It yeah. helps me remember, like, hey, I sucked today as a parent. Mm-hmm. You kind of sucked as a kid too. <laughs> like, <laughs> let's just put it tomorrow. Will be better, and just yeah. give them a kiss and yeah. move on. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of along those lines, something I read was after you have a talk with them, if they've been in a timeout or you've talked about a specific mm-hmm. behavior, you end it with, "You'll remember next time." Oh, and yeah. that you're giving, you're showing them a vote of confidence. Mm-hmm. Like, you'll remember. I mm-hmm. know you will, mm-hmm. and yeah. just kind of puts it in their head for uh-huh. them a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing is when it comes to choices, I think personally, sometimes choices get a little out of control for yes. our ages and I we agree. forget that they can't handle cognitively yeah. all of the options. Mm-hmm. So whenever possible, I give two choices and no more. Yeah. I never say, what do you want for breakfast? I yeah. say, do you want cereal or mm-hmm. toast and, mm-hmm. or even really specific? Like, do you want this kind of cereal right. or toast? With, like, right. these are the only two options. And then I yeah. stick to that. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing I think that's easy to do, it's one of those things like start how you intend mm-hmm. to finish is I think that when they pick a third thing mm-hmm. or do something like that, they're really testing to see if you mean that these are the mm-hmm. only two options. Mm-hmm. So I think the more you can stick with mm-hmm. these are the two choices or if they chose something, that's the choice. Mm-hmm. And like right. if I put it in front of you and then you right. decide not to eat it, well, I can't force you to eat it, but I'm not making you anything else. Right. Like right. that's you. And I just say you chose, mm-hmm. that's your choice mm-hmm. and then move on. Yeah. Um, we have a lot of, we have help. a lot of that at our house that yeah. boundaries get tested in. Honestly, it is, I don't know, some, some days it's easier to stick Mm -hmm. to it. It is so frustrating. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, it really is. And then just to say, I think it's also okay with certain things like safety Mm -hmm. or time, like Mm -hmm. you just need to get going or Mm -hmm. whatever to say it's not an option Mm -hmm. or it's not a choice. And Mm -hmm. that has helped too. And I've even heard them say that to their babies (laughs) when they're playing and they, I say it calmly usually, but I just say it's not an option. And sometimes that means I pick you up and I put you in your car seat Mm -hmm. because we need to go Mm -hmm. or you're holding my hand in the parking lot because that's not a choice that you Mm -hmm. can make. So Mm -hmm. they, and then they kind of get that 
some things are a choice you can right. make and some things aren't. Right. So yeah. that seems to be helpful in our house. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, we, you had told us kind of on our survey that Instagram was your favorite way to not connect me. with us. Not me. You listeners out there. You listeners. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> not you, Kelsey. Um, and so we thought having a little segment called Ask Instagram might be fun. We would like to do more uh, over there on our Instagram page, which is Hi Girls Next Door. Find us over there and mm-hmm. connect with us. So I um, put a question out there before this episode just asking for toddler tips. Oh. Those of you in I the... I love tips from our I listeners. I do too. They, they, are, we really, they are a smart bunch of listeners. Yeah, we do, we'll just let you run the uh-huh. show. <laughs> so Amy said over on Instagram that something she tries to remember is when asking them to do something to wait a few seconds for a response. Oh, um, that's a good because one. Because cognitively they need that processing time mm-hmm. and then you're not just like... Come on. Demand, demand, mm-hmm. demand. And then they get like... Right. They're just mad that you're Worked demanding up. something mm-hmm. at that point instead of just mm-hmm. that something I would add to that too, that I know um, I've learned from our lovely daycare and preschool mm-hmm. is they will say, instead of repeating the direction a bunch more times, they'll just say, honor my words, please. Yes. Or listen to my words. Mm-hmm. And so that's telling them like, no, I told you to do something. And, mm-hmm. and they're learning that you listen the first time mm-hmm. where you go back and think about what mm-hmm. I asked you to do. Not you don't listen till the fifth or sixth right. time I tell you something. Exactly. I like that. Um, and Jen said on there, which I love this, Coffee in the a.m., wine in the p.m., <laughs> repeat. <laughs> Love it. Or coffee in the a.m., cocktails Cocktail in the a.m. Just, you <laughs> Just know. go with it. <laughs> coffee and cocktails in some combination. So we love that. Um, so speaking of sanity, yeah, which coffee and wine definitely help with, uh, mm-hmm. do you have any other just kind of outside resources, books, products, blogs, podcasts that you recommend for parenting toddlers? Um, you know, uh, definitely the like reaching out to friends that you can Mm -hmm. be really honest with. And I'll give a shout out to our, our podcasting buddy, Sarah Bagley. Mm -hmm. We've um, started texting each other pretty regularly and she has a little boy who is about Dashiell's Mm -hmm. age. So I feel like we can just like really connect Mm -hmm. on just like the crazy toddlerness. Mm -hmm. And so, um, yeah, so that's just always a great sanity check for me and she can, relate and Mm -hmm. then I'm like okay it's not just me yeah and so that's great so I think having those friends that you can be in touch with kind of like we talked about and um, the people that will real talk with you yes if you're finding all the moms at the park or the playdates that are just have the glowing rosy life and talk, all the time. Well, and just talking about milestones and all of this instead yeah. of just like, hey, I mean, they just pooed all over the floor <laughs> this morning. Like, get get a friend who yeah. you can real talk with. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I, I think it's, um, yeah, you want someone who can, like, celebrate all the great stuff. Yes. Like, we talked about the cute stuff that they're doing. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, how adorable and, like, how, like, the rewards of parenthood. But then can talk about the challenges, mm-hmm. too. You know, mm-hmm. someone that's going to be able to celebrate and kind of appreciate all of that with you. Um. I guess I couldn't think of any. I know that I've read a ton of parenting books in my time, but I can't. Oh, you know, I have mentioned that one on my blog. I just remembered it. Um, Siblings Without Rivalry. Mm -hmm. I really liked. And then um, they had written another one. It's called How to Talk So Kids Will Listen and How to Listen So Kids Will Talk. Mm -hmm. And I just thought that those had some really great tips you know I feel like there's a lot of parenting books and things that I read and I'm like I've heard that before right I kind of knew that it's a general message yeah Yeah. and and these actually had things that I hadn't like considered before and especially with the siblings had some like some really some really great tips actually one that I'll share that we try to do a lot Um, I think a lot of times when you know a sibling hits or takes away a toy Mm -hmm. or something we 
you know, are reminding them of the rules. Hey, we don't do that. And, but we're giving them attention. Right. And they're what, the one who what gets we the do is we just completely ignore the mm-hmm. one who hit and go to the one, Oh, are you okay? I'm mm-hmm. so sorry that that was done to you. And, um, and I just, I really like, I really like that approach. Mm-hmm. It, it feels right. Right. You know, it feels like justice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're not giving yeah. the, the negative attention to the one that was mm-hmm. disobedient. You're, you're showing Especially when so much at that age is for attention. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. So anyway, so that was just one, but I thought that there Mm -hmm. were several things. Um, And then I do have two parenting podcasts that I really like. I don't know if I mentioned them, but Mom and Dad are Fighting, I think is just um, kind of snarky. It's really honest. Mm -hmm. They definitely talk about just like the, I I feel like it can strike a good balance between like the joys, but Mm -hmm. also the Mm -hmm. very honest challenges. Um, And then I really like the Totally Mommy podcast. I think it's pretty honest All right. too. So Okay. I um speaking of Instagram, I found a couple of great resources on Instagram. I love Busy Toddler. Oh, I haven't seen uh, that. Uh she has just very simple doable, very minimal prep work um I like that. activities to do at home, especially mm-hmm. if you're staying home and mm-hmm. looking for ways to fill yeah, your days, which like that. we all know if you can keep them a little busier, <laughs> it helps. So yeah. that has been really helpful for me. Another one that is a little more prep, but she also has like downloads and mm-hmm. other things is biddy.beginning. Okay. Um, so that's another, if you're just looking for more like ideas mm-hmm. of things to do with them. Um, you had mentioned, I think, the Janet Lansbury yeah. podcast, Unruffled. Yep. And I have found some great things for that or through that, uh-huh. especially um, in terms of staying calm oh, and no, not yeah. making their emotions your emotions. Yeah. She really, she really is all about that. Yeah. I will say, um, and I don't even know that this is a criticism, but maybe like a tip that I'm learning is mm-hmm. sometimes things that she has to say just don't match my personality or mm-hmm. my own personal limits, mm-hmm. like the things that I need mm-hmm. in my house to like enjoy living right. with these little people. Yeah. So yeah. I think that it's okay. Mm-hmm. All that to say, I think it's okay to take take what works take for what you, works for you and make it doesn't. your own and leave what doesn't mm-hmm. and not decide that you have to adopt this whole philosophy yeah. or this strategy or subscribe yeah. to everything that a book tells you to right. do i think that's really easy to do in yeah. parenting and it's hard to remember like because there are now so many there's like attachment parenting yes. there's like montessori there's like schools and, yes, of parenting and, and you Jan- don't need yeah, to be in any Jan- of them. janet lansbury and i honestly haven't read a lot about it but is this it's this rye philosophy of parenting it anyway so it can feel like okay if I like like this one part well I need to implement all of it right no just right. implement what works for you for you your personality your, your kids. kids personality mm-hmm. you know what what works for one of mine I'm sure you see too mm-hmm. doesn't work for the mm-hmm. other and yeah. vice versa so yeah. um, and then another one that I just really love and feel like is kind of my lifeline right Aww. now that I love to listen to um, folding laundry whatever is the mom hour Oh, and that's yeah. our, our good yep. podcasting buddies, Megan Francis Megan and Sarah Powers. And, Sarah. Yep. and they just, they talk about all, they have children in all phases of mm-hmm. childhood. And I just feel like their approach always is what works for mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Here's a few things that work for us. Remember, this is hard. Yeah. It's just very encouraging, mm-hmm. funny, yeah. practical. And so I would recommend yeah, that I, one I too. I love that one too. Okay. How about current obsessions? Oh, what are right. you obsessed with these days? I have got a great one and a runner-up that <laughs> will fit in with okay. my old lady obsession. Okay. <laughs> okay. My 
Current obsession, you spied it, is my new letter folk board. It is so cute. Oh my gosh, it's so cute. I'm so obsessed. And so I, um, you guys have probably seen these around around the Instagram land, <laughs> um, but it's kind of like an old school board, kind of like you had in your elementary school pictures, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. with these like um, press on letters. And so Letter Folk is a company that's like kind of reinvented them, making them new and cool. And I started aggressively hinting to Chris aggressively in hinting, January like that. that that is what I would like for my Mother's Day gift. Um, I do have to tell him early because he will forget and then <laughs> he will you know, I'll kind of bring it up like, hey, remember Mother's Day is like coming up like this Sunday and he'll have totally forgotten and then yeah. I'll end up being disappointed. Yeah, that there's he, nothing wrong with just aggressively hinting. Yeah, then. exactly. So anyway, so the great part is that it actually arrived like last week and he was like, I thought Mother's Day was in March. <laughs> So it's like, he yes. wanted his bases covered. <laughs> so any, but it worked out great. So I am super obsessed with it and I've got like all my letters cut out and I'm going to start collecting different phrases. So you can just, you know, put up different phrases and words and stuff. So I'm pretty excited about that. Um, the runner up is my humidifier. <laughs> <laughs> A close cousin to the heating pad. <laughs> and my, I was thinking about like my Tums, my heating pad, my, like, my awesome. like suite of senior citizen obsessions. But okay, it is so freaking dry here. Yeah. It is so dry. And so it's, it's a desert for it sure. Is a desert. <laughs> you could describe it as a desert. Um, and so, I mean, I drink water all day long, mm-hmm. but then like I'm sleeping at night and I'll wake up because I have to pee, but then I'm parched. parched yeah. So I'm drinking water and then you got to get pee up again. to pee. It <laughs> is totally. so terrible. So we've been, I think we stole the humidifier from one of the boys' rooms because they haven't been like coughing and mm-hmm. stuff. They can live without it. And so we have that like blasting in our room. Yeah. It is nice. I it makes it, a big difference. I think it makes a difference. Especially like it's allergy season. There's yeah. like, you get the dry and oh, congested and then you can't exactly. even clear it out. Yeah. So, I like it. Yep. Okay. Love it. Rocking that humidifier. Right. What about you? Um, Our obsession, we... Actually, speaking of the mom hour, I heard about these on the mom hour and then I've seen them around since then. But we got the girls a bigger gift for our family anniversary. Mm -hmm. Uh Um, March 13th was the day we brought them home for good. And so we want to celebrate that every year as like our family day. So we want to start the tradition of just giving them like one bigger thing on that day. And they have outgrown all of their Mm -hmm. riding, scooting type toys. So we wanted to upgrade those. So we got them each a micro mini kick scooter okay. and it's actually i believe a swiss company okay but they've gained popularity this is like the most it's just like quiet nice ergonomics like uh-huh. just a really nice scooter yeah like i've seen them scooting steers, around those. Those yeah are they really nice. it's great for their age i would mm-hmm. say like the two to five range mm-hmm. is really great um megan and sarah recommend and they said even they're like 13 year old boys will scoot around the house on them still they're super durable that's awesome they are a little pricey but they definitely they're have been last. worth it already they just they ask Aww. to ride them all the time they don't get bored with them as easily yeah um probably because they just work really well yeah they just, really they're just really well made and so i feel like for something like that that you know we go outside pretty much every day mm-hmm. and do that so it's totally worth it already um so i will link to those but they are awesome oh that's great mm-hmm. how about neighborhood news well, we have some some sad news to share. Yeah. Grandpa Grandpa Vic has moved. Yes. Um uh we kind of knew that that was coming up and he 
moved to um, kind of a retirement community. Yeah. Not, not like assisted like living. Like a modified but assisted living. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I want to stay in touch with him. I have his phone number, so I'd love mm-hmm. to give mm-hmm. him a call or maybe go see him um, sometime. And I'm hoping that maybe he'll get some, some friends yes. over there. No, I do think he was lonely. I think he was very yeah. involved with his wife in a, in a more of a true retirement community back mm-hmm. in California. And so he seemed kind of lonely since yeah. she's passed. And yeah. Um, I think his kids decided that might be good mm-hmm. for him. And yeah. he kind of somewhat reluctantly, mm-hmm. you know, gave that up. And I, he sold his house mm-hmm. and there's an estate sale over there today, oh, actually, there? which just always to me oh. is like, it's so hard to yeah. see somebody go, you know, and you just knew he took such pride in his oh. house and his garage was oh, always yeah. so neat and everything. And so I think yeah. that's kind of hard for him to sell mm-hmm. his things. I was talking to him about it a little yeah. bit. Um, the other afternoon so mm-hmm. kind of sad that we won't see him and yeah. even our girls are just like someone new is gonna live in grandpa Aww. Vic's house and they kind of miss him already so yeah. it's cute he was a wonderful just neighbor to yeah. have on the street yeah. so we are gonna wish gonna we wish him. you all the best grandpa yeah. Vic. yeah um i have something else i went to this mexican restaurant oh, up okay. on the corner which yeah. actually has been fantastic i think we've yeah. talked about this yeah it's we been talked really about good I, lately. i'm like looking at it through new eyes i want to yeah. go do a little happy hour with chris over there sometime. i went for happy hour with a couple of my teacher friends oh and perfect <laughs> apparently we came at senior citizen hour <laughs> however happy hour is slash senior right, citizen dinner hour. time <laughs> and they had a um magician Oh, all right. Going table to table. All right. And I turned around. I did not know he was right there. (laughs) And he was rather a large man. And I turned around and his magic ball (laughs) was floating right in my face. Like, you know how they do the thing where I don't know how they do it, but it's, you know. I mean, it's magic. So, I mean, we're just dying laughing because this man's magic ball was in my face and I didn't even know. And we're just turned around. You're like, whoa. He was like, whoa, right there. (laughs) And then afterwards, the the table of seniors he didn't even come by our table i think he was like no they're they're not gonna appreciate my my craft um afterwards the table next to us he came and was just like did you see that guy what a wizard (laughs) (laughs) he was genuinely impressed with the magician we're like what is happening right now that's awesome so we've been sending things to each other and hashtagging what a wizard (laughs) i love that quite funny what day of the week was that i want to catch this friday all right which i was just like this is i feel like i don't know i mean it's a big patio many margaritas but it was nice we're in the demographic of many a senior citizen yeah we are and is this the time of year for it i forget when yeah uh, snowbird Mm -hmm. season i think it's have we have we talked i feel like i've told this story stop me listeners if i've told you this (laughs) one but turn it off have we talked about like snowbirds and what snowbirds are just i think so okay so i don't need to say it (laughs) (laughs) you stopped me i just was like quiet kelsey <laughs> if anyone doesn't know what a snowbird is just go ahead and google tweet it at it <laughs> like, google it email us we'll, we'll let you know um oh i wanted to share a lovely little thing about our neighborhood um okay. sometimes in the afternoons i think it's been on weekdays when we get home early enough i'll like take the boys to the park or maybe we will as a family before dinner um, our park down there is just like, especially this time of year, it's just like so perfectly shady mm-hmm, in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Like the grass is so green and lush. It just, it feels like a little suburban utopia. <laughs> but what makes it even better is there has been a mom there with her two, maybe her two twin little girls. She brings her ukulele and oh, sits on the bench me. and is like strumming her ukulele. <laughs> and I'm sort like, of what? island paradise it do is we live so, in? It is so pleasant that's amazing so pleasant so i've been enjoying that thoroughly (laughs) that's awesome (laughs) yep (laughs) 
All right. Well, I think that is all we have from our neighborhood here. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for listening. If you love the show, we would love it if you would leave us an iTunes review or star rating. It just really helps others find the show and frankly makes us smile. Yep. Um, We also get the feeling that you all might have many things to say on this topic of parenting toddlers um, and tons of helpful tips. So please share those with us on Facebook, facebook.com slash girl next door podcast or Twitter or Instagram, as I mentioned, Hi Girls Next Door. And as always, you can also send us an email at HighGirlsNextDoor at gmail.com or leave a comment on our blog, GirlNextDoorPodcast.com, where we will also be sure to link to all the resources mentioned. Thanks so much for dropping in. Until next time, be neighborly. Right. I had a lot to say about that. Why is my life so crazy? No, totally. <laughs> you make really great threats. <laughs> really I great threats. I do. <laughs> I'll, I'll take it down a notch. <laughs> I've had plenty of coffee. Whoa. <laughs> coffee and cocktails. It's Friday. <laughs> okay. Uh, have a drink. Stay a while. Hey, neighbor. And that sums up our podcast.